0: Everybody, Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to be with you and to have my guest on the show today. For those of you who are new to Awaken Podcast, we have a new episode streaming every Monday here on the charismapodcastnetwork.com. You could also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, pretty much anywhere that podcasts are listened to, and you could tap in. We've done hundreds of shows now. There's a lot of free content out there, amazing interviews, as well as different teaching series that I've done. On the podcast at the beginning of the year, I did a long series on first love passion. Also had a small series in the fear of the Lord, rightly defining that how we could walk in the fear of the Lord. Also did a series on no separation from God and kind of breaking down that reality so we could have communion with the Holy Spirit. With our Heavenly Father 24 7. And so you can tap into that. All of that is there. We're also doing videos now. Some of you may watch, be watching this right now by video. And if that's the case, you're probably on our YouTube channel where you can put Michael Lombardo or Awaken Podcast in. And then you'll see the page. You can subscribe to it. And there's probably a little over 100 videos. Um, some older live videos that I did, about 80 of those. All of that's there, totally free for you guys to tap into and to receive from. And so anyways, no further ado, I want to get into the topic today. I want to introduce my guest. Um, his name is Jonathan Ogden he's a musician a designer a producer from Manchester UK he started a recording project in 2012 where he began to write and release album, um, albums as Rivers and Robots while working full time as a graphic designer he wound up Rivers and Robots wound up becoming a four piece band in 2012 and they released their first album All Things New um, he's also released some um, solo things under his own name Jonathan Ogden years after that but Jonathan he is passionate at telling stories through his music and visual art especially working with a combination of the two he continues to record and tour with his band rivers and robots and he also releases homemade tracks under his own name Um, and he works also as a graphic designer as well so bless you man thank you so much for joining me on the show today jonathan
1: yeah it's a pleasure thank you for having me on
0: Oh man. So, you know, we, we chatted a few minutes before the show even started, but I was just letting you know, man, that your music has been central in our home. My wife, my kids, we love Jonathan Ogden, man. We appreciate your music. We love your heart of worship, man. We love that you sing the word. Everything just directs us back to the father, directs us to the presence of God. It's the scriptures that is just filling our hearts. And so bro, your music has been incredible, man. I appreciate you. Thank you, man.
1: encouraging to hear.
0: That's why I do what I do. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And so, you know, if, if if someone's listening or watching right now that hasn't listened to the show before, they know that I love testimonies. I love to hear about how the Lord captures people's hearts specifically and individually. And so, man, let's just start off the show with, man, how did you first encounter the Lord? Was it something progressive growing up or was it like Mm. a one-time encounter that really just changed your life?
1: Yeah. So I, I'm the youngest in quite a big family. I've, I'm the youngest of seven kids. Um, and by the time that I came along, my dad was a church pastor. And so I basically grew up as like the church kid, pastor's kid. Mm -hmm. Um, and my dad actually became a Christian, uh, after he was married and he was just reading John's gospel on his own and became a Christian through reading that. And, um, (laughs) yeah, by the time I came along, he was already leading a church and, uh, yeah, I'm just super thankful for my parents really being able to bring me up to know the Lord. And I'd say that probably like, I remember being about four years old and asking my parents, how do I know that I'm a Christian? And they were trying to explain the gospel to me. And I remember like praying on my bed that night. And I still think that's the moment that I became a Christian. But I think when you kind of make the decision that young, there's often that process of like kind of figuring that out over life. (laughs) So I think for a while, every like, any meeting where there's an altar call to go forward and become a Christian, I would go just, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. to like double check. I was like, I just want to make sure <laughs> if that one counted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think probably when I was um, 14 to 15, that kind of age um, was really when things started to become more real for me. And like, I, it went from being just knowing about God and like understanding Bible stories and going, cause my parents asked me to go to church and then to becoming like my own faith that I would actually like, pray and read the Bible myself. And mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um, actually wanted to know the Lord that way. And, um, yeah, that kind of that age really between 14 up to 16 was probably the most kind of transformational time in my life where, mm. yeah, a lot of things changed. And I was just like, okay, I really want to follow Jesus and live my life for him. And, um, yeah, it's all just been a journey from there really. So
0: That's awesome. It kind of reminds me. um, Yeah, I grew up. My mom really loved the Lord. My dad was religious around 14. Oh, the Catholic church, honestly, a lot in New Jersey where I grew up Catholics, Mm. you know, um, and my mom, you know, had a passion for Jesus. Um, My dad was more going to mass and everything like that. He encountered Mm. Jesus mightily at 14. A lot of people who watch the show know, a lot of the story, but the part that I don't share often is that when I was young, I would like, there was moments where I sincerely said like, Jesus, forgive me. I want you in my life. I Mm. believe in you. I believe in what you did, you know, because my mom would pray over me every night and lay hands on me and and teach me the Bible. And she taught Sunday school and all that stuff. And so I truly believe that God marked me at a young age through those moments of prayer, even though there wasn't necessarily a major change in my life being so young. Mm. Um, But then I also see like after I got, I got saved at 19 from drugs and and parties and craziness. That's a lifestyle I chose for a while. But I, the Lord reminded me and kind of showed me in my past times where he was covering me, protecting me really just like speaking. And I didn't know it was him, but I was listening to him being directed. And, um, it's just kind of amazing seeing how God was in my life, protecting me kind of a seal. Um, I believe it was my parents' prayers. Also, I believe it was when I was young and I truly committed my heart to him. And he saw that little faith, even though it didn't necessarily germinate into much until later on in my life. And so it's just, I just love hearing about people's journeys, man, because, you know, it just tells a story of how God touches people so uniquely you know, um, and it just shows like, Hey, this person is passionately serving the Lord and this is how they got there. And so man, that's an awesome yeah. story. And I really appreciate you sharing that with me. Has, has music always been a part of your life? When did music start? Because you obviously have a knack for it, man. You're talented. I love how unique your music is. It's not just the typical, Hey, same three chords kind of Christian music, mm. you know, that we kind of grew up with. God's doing something so new, so fresh in this time. And you're, mm. you're, you're, it's really creative, uh, the music that you're coming up with. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Music's, I guess to some degree has always been a part of my life. Um, I grew up with like my older siblings were all kind of musicians and Mm -hmm. um, in lots of different ways. So like my dad used to listen to a lot of folk music. One of my older brothers was a worship leader and Mm. also played in like jazz bands, played piano. Yeah, Uh, One of my older brothers was a DJ. So like our house was like full of lots of different genres at all times, Uh, Mm. lots of different influences. And then I think also just growing up in Manchester, it's a really big music city and there's just a lot of live music that comes through and very varied, very creative stuff. And, um, so yeah, I've always appreciated music. I kind of experimented with trying to make my own. Um, although when I was in school, it was mostly like comedy songs and, um, really <laughs> yeah. bad techno remixes. <laughs> sure. I think so. But, um, yeah, I just always loved the idea of it. And I just never thought it would be, like more of a serious thing i suppose that it was always just something i did for fun and i was fully in my head going to pursue graphic design and kind of animation and that kind of visual art stuff was what i was really into Mm -hmm. um but yeah around age 16 17 um i felt like god started calling me to lead worship and uh to be honest i hated even the idea of that, because I was the shy, geeky teenager that wanted to just be at the back of the room. Yeah. yeah. Didn't want to sing in front of anyone. I don't uh-huh. think anyone had even heard me sing up until that point. Um, I was like, wait, I have to sing in front of other people, like no. <laughs> um, so I pick another ministry. Challenging um, you
0: outside of your comfort yeah. zone. God loves that.
1: Yeah. Literally. <laughs> it, it probably took me like a year to uh actually get to a point where I could even like lead a couple of songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but kind of at the same time of like when I felt God called me to do that I spent that year just at home and I was sitting on my piano um I had like a church songbook that had all the chords written in I was just learning church songs but I'd also find that while learning those songs I was kind of going off and singing my own songs at the same Mm -hmm. time and like coming up with new ideas and so I was like well let me just try to record some of these because I do like recording music even though the only way I knew how to was like to make electronic music and these like really bad remixes but (laughs) (laughs) i was kind of capturing these very kind of simple worship songs and things that were coming out of my kind of devotional times in a way that was very electronic and very like i guess different to Mm -hmm. a lot of maybe sunday morning church kind of music sure um but i was like i don't know if anyone's going to listen to this or if anyone's going to like it but for me this is how i am expressing my worship while i'm at home and um maybe there's somebody out there that connects with it and enjoys what I do or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I just started to put them out online and eventually it was reaching more and more people. And um, yeah, it seemed to kind of really grow from there, but there was a lot of moments along the way where God confirmed that this was like a thing that he wanted me to do. Um, And I remember specifically at this kind of big conference that we had here in Manchester um, and there was a team over from America. One of the keyboard players like gets on the mic and, shares this prophetic word about the city of Manchester specifically and how like God's raising up people from Manchester that are going to bring like a new sound into worship. And Mm. because it's been known as a city of music, it would be like known again as a kind of a worship city. And I was like, okay, this sounds cool. Um, But I remember just feeling it really strongly, you know, and like someone's sharing something and someone inside you is just like, this is you, you need to go forward. Yeah, -hmm. And I remember just like running to the front after that, just be like, sign me up. This is what I want to (laughs) do. Oh yeah. Um, and it kind of i always knew i enjoyed music and appreciated it but that was like a moment where it was like oh this is a a thing it's not just a something i enjoy but like it, there's a natural purpose to why i create music um mm. and so yeah that kind of set my journey off really of doing what i do today but
0: yeah 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 you owned it you identified with it you knew it was god speaking to you through that prophetic word you knew it was what mm. god you know, you were there in that meeting for a reason and God was was marking you, you know? He was he was setting the course of your life, man. Predestined before the foundation of the world, he knew who, who he created you to be. But at the same time, he got you where you needed to be to really spark something in you. And so that's awesome. That's awesome. And I could tell that a lot of your I could tell that a lot of your music man comes from your devotional life. Even just what you're saying, you're worshiping God, you're coming up with these spontaneous songs. Your mm-hmm. your drive isn't I want to be famous for writing Christian music or worship music or any kind of music. You're you're just saying, "No, this is coming out of my spirit as I'm worshiping. I'm going to put it out there. Hopefully, it blesses somebody." So, you know, the the the, the selfish ambition isn't there. It's ambition for the Lord. And a lot of this comes out of your Devotional life, and you know so much of your music. I would say, you know, I haven't heard every single song. I've listened to most of your albums, but so much, so much of it is just singing the word of God. You know, singing the word to the Lord. And so, um, I would love to kind of—is that how you do most of these songs come from your devotional life and your love for the word? And kind of what your what does your journey look like in terms of creating music? A little bit.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I always like to write a song that comes from. More of like a heart place, like something I'm actually passionate about. And yes, mm-hmm. I've never been good with just sitting down and being like, okay, I'm going to write a song. What's the theme today? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I, t- I tend to like just keep a journal and keep notes of everything that God's kind of speaking to me about. And you know, and you kind of read in the Bible and the, the verse kind of jumps out and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's something in here to dig into. And I'm just going to sit in this chapter for a while and like meditate on it. And um, it's normally like those times doing that are kind of where all the lyrics kind of come from and the 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 themes for the songs that i want to write um but then also we do a lot uh i'm part of a little house of prayer here in manchester where we do these worship in the word sessions so we like literally take a psalm or bible passage and just sing through it and we spend like two hours just singing through a bible passage and so a lot of the time it's in that session where we're kind of like singing through literally singing the psalms or singing through scriptures and there'll just be a chorus that comes out and I have to like get my phone quick and try and record it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't forget it. Then take those home and kind of flesh them out into fuller songs. But yeah, it's either something I've been reading or literally in the moment of singing scripture is, is where a lot of the songs come from. So that's probably why there's a lot of Bible in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great thing. But I was uh, just kind of, what well, you said, involved in a house of prayer over there in Manchester, you know, it was the mm. International House of Prayer in Kansas City. They really taught me how to sing the word. And I was involved at a Bible school in Dallas and I did some worship sets and we'd always sing the word and kind of learned how to flow with the spirit, prophetically mm. sing what the Lord puts on your heart and and everything. And so there's just something so powerful about singing the word of God as you're singing it it's just being rooted in your heart and as you hear the word it's building up faith and as you sing it back to the lord you know it's just it brings so much pleasure to his heart and the lord sings over you through the word and so there's a lot mm-hmm. of that also going on um in your worship and the a few a few songs that i heard i think the first couple songs that i heard by you were everything i want off your summer mm-hmm. album and with you off of your spring album and mm-hmm. those two songs really resonated with me because Man, I was a drug addict. I wanted nothing to do with you know God. I wanted nothing to do with religion. I was a pleasure seeker. I was a hedonist. I was seeking mm. pleasure in all the wrong places. And when I encountered the beauty and the love of Jesus, literally everything else just caved in, and all I wanted was Him. And since then, wow, that's almost thirteen years ago now. Since then, mm-hmm. my heartbeat has always been, "You're, you're everything to me. I want to be with you. Like your presence yeah. is the pleasure I was created for. In your presence is fullness of joy, at your right hand pleasure." Forevermore, and everything is is rooted in intimacy and you know without knowing him intimately i wouldn't want to live this christian life i wouldn't want to share the gospel i you know he's my reason for existence so your songs have such a huge um emphasis on these like realities um Mm. i don't know man what was what because those songs made such an impact on me where do you when you were writing those songs, obviously it was coming from a true place. Is there like maybe something that kind of inspired you possibly, I know in your devotional time, but just behind those, those songs right there.
1: Yeah. Um, I think there's a general theme I like through all the songs that I write and well, I guess an aim of them, but, um, I love writing about what it means to be satisfied in God and like, yeah, to actually know him and like kind of intimacy you were talking about. But, um, yeah just realizing that like jesus is the most like enjoyable person you <laughs> ever spend time with and like so good. um a lot of the time it's i don't know i guess we come from the heavy direction a lot of the time of like and even the songs a lot of the time we sing can be you know i was really in this dark place but
0: mm-hmm. you know god helped me
1: through it and that kind of stuff and i love those songs too but um i found that i wanted songs to sing when i was like just enjoying being with god and like yeah. uh, Cause I see that so much in the world is like, everyone's kind of looking for something that will like satisfy the deepest longings that God's put there. Um, and we just try and plug that gap with so many things. And um, it's kind of like, there's a a rest in a sense for your soul when you like meet Jesus and you're like, Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. the thing I've been looking for. Um, and it's kind of like reconnection with, who you're created to be and what you were made for and so i think i love to write about that as a whole theme and um i sometimes see it as like i want to see my role in music as being kind of a messenger or a herald of just like i just want to show people jesus and be like yeah. come and see who he is and what he's like um and kind of like that guy at like a you go to all you can eat buffet and there's always that (laughs) friend that's like you have to try this one like this one's the best one yeah um, yeah Yeah. i would kind of like i feel like a lot of people are kind of sitting with like very little of what's available to them even even believers in some way we can be like just kind of like i'm saved i'm in and i'm like i'm happy here but like there's this kind of eternal banquet of like knowing god that's available and um if I can be that person running back and be like, he's like this as well, like, try this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just like showing who God is and showing his kind of character and nature. And so, Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, I guess that's my overall why I I write songs. But um, specifically with songs like With You, it was kind of just something I started to notice more through listening to a lot of sermons and also just reading through scripture of like, man, the whole way through the Bible, God's making all of these like, Covenants and all these things that are like just to be with us, and like, yes, um, yes, like even like the temple and like being in the tabernacle, and then like the whole plan of redemption and the cross. And all it's like you see, probably my favorite passage in almost all the scripture is like John 17, where Jesus is like praying in the garden, mm. um and he's like, His desire was that we would be with Him, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like. Mm that's kind of amazing that even ahead of going into suffering, he was like, yeah, but my people are going to be with me. And like, um, so it was kind of just echoing that idea, I guess, of like the main line of the course is really simple of just, I just want to be with you. But like, it's just that thing of like, man, if God actually wants us with him that much, like I want to want to be with him that much as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it's, it's simple, but it's, uh, yeah, like I say, it often comes from things I've just noticed in Scripture and being like, "Oh man, I need to tell someone about this." Oh, yeah. I'll write a song.
0: <laughs> it's simple, but it's the crux of the gospel. It's our it's our purpose for living. It's the air that we uh-huh. breathe. Being satisfied in God. If you're not satisfied in God, you'll look for so many things in this life to become satisfied mm. with, and and we wind up empty. We wind up broken. We wind up, you know, sin in the moment seems satisfying or pleasurable but then it doesn't deliver what it promises and we wind up still yep. thirsty and still hungry and the beautiful thing is jesus has come to the rivers of life you know come and drink from living water and you'll feel free. you'll be satisfied forever and i just love that cuz i feel like there's um it's it's amazing for me to find worship and to find music That really highlights gospel reality and revelation of who Jesus is and revelation of our oneness with God and our relationship with God, how he feels about us, how he sees us. That's so important. I feel like there's a lot of music out there and I'm not bashing anything, but I just feel like God's trying to do a paradigm shift in the church where we're not always striving or seeing God distant or begging him or asking for this and asking for that. But like when I run into a gem, just like an artist or an album where it's just so Christ-centered and all about what he's done and who he is and who he could be in his presence, it's um it's enriching and it is it is everything to me personally. And that's why you've been on Loop and on Repeat as well as John Mark I just had him on the show and several others where it's like man, like this music has really just taken me to that place of intimacy, you know, confidence before God, knowing who I am, knowing he loves me. And uh, another song, honestly, when I first, um, you know, started listening to your music, there was a song called Far Away. And I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, here's the one song that's going to talk about separation from God, right? I thought he had (laughs) so much good stuff, right? And the song Far Away is going to talk about how far away God is. But that's the (laughs) Opposite of what the song's about. It's talking about how God is close and He's not far away, and there's no separation between us and God. But I don't know. Did that come from maybe a battle, and God was just kind of bringing that revelation in, or?
1: Hmm. I probably should have called it "Not Far Away."
0: Really- <laughs> <laughs> it drew me in, though, man. I listened to it, and so many other people are. So I think you're right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think um probably that that song was part of the spring EP that I did as well, and that was definitely a theme as I was writing that one of like the closeness of God. Um, Mm -hmm. And even like, I still struggle to wrap my head around it sometimes. Like sometimes I'm praying and I feel like I'm praying to like God way up there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But realizing that he's like actually close with us. And even like when Jesus ascended and said, it's actually going to be better for you because i'm going to send the holy spirit yeah uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes i'm just like but how like <laughs> why, why can't you just be here and i'll just speak straight to you yeah like, yeah this is jesus said this was better okay <laughs> so like yeah you must really be this close mm-hmm. um and so yeah i guess sometimes i just sing songs to help something sink in But <laughs> it's like That's it. i'm still trying to wrap my head around this but Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep singing it until it like sinks in and <laughs> I <don't> believe.
0: <laughs> faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, you know. As you speak the word, as you sing the word, you know, um there's just something about that where it just settles into your heart, faith increases and it doesn't happen overnight, but like you said, you just keep singing it until it becomes a reality mm-hmm. that, you know, doesn't waver in our lives. Maybe gets challenged in seasons, but it's it's a core revelation that we are anchored in. And mm-hmm. um, I'm going to mention one more song that is honestly one of my favorites that has anchored me in this season, um, you know, more than any is a song you wrote called Slow Down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I've really, the rest of God and experiencing his presence and going slow is something I learned at Harvest School in Mozambique, Africa, going at the Heidi Baker's Mission School. It's like mm-hmm. a huge thrust of rest. And it's not like doing nothing, but it's about just being attentive to him and not being rushed, not being anxious. And, you know, it was like mm-hmm. a huge revelation for me. And I lived it out really well for years. And then I got involved. Um, I came to Dallas We moved here three years ago. I got a lot on my plate. I got a lot going on. And in this past season, I'll just be vulnerable right now. In this past season, even I was just struggling with some anxiety and I was having a hard time going to sleep at night. And it's not something I typically struggle with, but I was. And this song Slow Down is all about just slowing down in the presence of God, trusting Mm -hmm. in him, just being in that place. And um, I would just hum it. My mind my mind wouldn't shut down and I would just hum the song and hum the lyrics and sing it to the Lord quietly in my spirit. Yeah. And I would just experience his presence and go to sleep. And so it really carried me through a few week rough patch. And so yeah. I just want to talk to you about your passion behind that song, man. How huh? maybe the Lord is doing something in you which made you write that.
1: Mm-hmm. No, totally. And thanks for sharing that as well. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was definitely, I don't think, I think God's in both parts of the process, like some songs take a really long time, and some mm-hmm. of them just feel like they were downloaded in one go, but I think they're both God's in it, but um, yeah, yeah, this one was definitely like one of the download ones. It was like I think the main bulk of the song was written in like an hour or so, um, and I remember just sitting here at my piano in my room, and I was feeling similar things, like I was honestly. Kind of getting in that space where like doing things for Jesus, but yeah. feeling burnt out in sure. the ministry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, yeah, feeling like, but I'm doing all these things for you. And I'm like, yeah, but I haven't just sat here and like Enjoyed actually you. allowed mm. peace to come and spent time with him. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. I think we've probably come off a tour with the band, which normally I have like a week or two just recovering from because <laughs> it just takes a lot of me. But, uh-huh. um, yeah, I remember just sitting here in my room and like sitting at the piano and kind of the words of it just started to come as I was sat there. And I remember just the first line is like, I quiet my soul because you're teaching me how to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just kind of came out and I was like, "Whoa, oh, that is what's happening right now. Um, and then the chorus section of the song is almost like God's response um, to that prayer of like, I'm learning how to slow down teach me how to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started remembering all of these like promises through Scripture, like, um, "Don't worry about tomorrow." Like, mm-hmm. it's an important today, and like having confidence in Him, knowing that He'll never leave us or forsake us. Like, just learning to trust in Him and like let go of feeling like I have to figure everything out. Because <laughs> um, I think I am maybe the kind of person that likes to look very far ahead and just figure out, okay, you know, where are we going? How do we get there? Mm-hmm. kind of strategies of how to do all that. And I yeah. need to figure all this stuff out. And if it seems unclear or I don't know where things are going, I'm like, Oh no, how am I going to figure this out? <laughs> and then <laughs> it's sure. like, wait, yeah. actually God's supposed to be in control of my life. I don't need to mm-hmm. be worrying about five years down the line, how that's going to work. Um, Yeah. So I remember like that song just came together really quickly and kind of felt like a prayer in the writing of the song. It was like the verses were me expressing what I was feeling and the choruses were like, God reminding me of his promises. And then, Mm. um, yeah. So I remember putting that song out and it's been the kind of song, I think it's probably the top played one that I have. And I'm kind of thankful for that because it's, I'm still learning it like every week, (laughs) but like God's still teaching me it. And, um, I kind of felt like I've written that song now. I must've learned that lesson. I can move on. But there's still like months where I'm just like, Oh man. I still need to stop rushing around and like, yeah, mm. learn to do this. And I remember even probably a year or so ago, I read the um, ruthless elimination of hurry by John Mark Comer. That was like
0: I've heard right about that down. book. A friend of mine told me I should read it. I heard about that book.
1: It's excellent. Yeah, but yeah. he starts off just describing like I think there's like twenty signs of like someone who's living too much of a hurried life, and I just mm. went through like every single one. Just like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh man. <laughs> um, But yeah, I just, I like coming back to that song a lot because I'm still learning it and still being reminded of it. But Mm -hmm. I think just life gets so fast paced and anxious and so many opportunities to worry about stuff that um, I think part of following Jesus is learning to live at his pace and learning to like follow him in the way that he wants to do life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it probably looks very different to the way modern culture does life right now. (laughs) That's true. Um, That's true. I'm still learning it. I'm still learning it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: Or aren't we all, you know, um, it's pretty amazing how freely you've received freely give, you know, is it's, it's mm-hmm. must be beautiful to know that something that God has taken you through and is taking you through is something that is blessing people in the same exact way. And it's something that we as believers need to embrace like this, this hurried, you know, busy kind of Martha thing when Mm -hmm. God wants us to slow our hearts like Mary of Bethany and sit at his feet and receive the words that come from his mouth and to gaze in his eyes and to be with him and to encounter him. And, you know, there's seasons where we are very, very busy, you know, but we even almost think that you know, the busier we are, the more spiritual we are. It almost, you know, makes you feel like I'm being the more effective. If I'm doing X, Y, Z, I'm being more of a blessing to the kingdom of heaven. If I'm doing X, Y, Z, God must be happy since I'm doing these great things. And God is, but I got a prophetic word, several, I got three in about a two day period of time. I got three prophetic words. This is when I first got saved. You know, I always wanted to be praying and, and, and evangelizing and going to worship. Thing. Like to me, you know, that was like, I'm doing good. You know, if I was always busy doing spiritual things, And I got a prophetic word, the same word, three times in two days. And it was, son, you're a warrior. You're passionate for me. I love who you are. I love your spirit, but learn how to rest. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that meant. And I didn't know for probably months after that. And it kind of became a progressive revelation of, okay, God doesn't want me to stop evangelizing. Stop, you know, doing X, Y, Z. But he wants me to do it from a place of rest, knowing my sonship, knowing he's pleased with Mm me just drawing from his strength instead of doing it in my own strength. And so anyways, man, that song is definitely a staple um, in my life. And so I know this is this is something that you said in this interview that, you know, my music, I wanted to lead people to Jesus. I want it, them to see who he is, what he's like, that they could be satisfied in him, that they could enjoy him. Um, you know, what would you say to somebody? I know that... <clears throat> what would you say to somebody who is listening to this right now and they just feel so distant from God? They feel like, man, I I, I maybe have known God like this at some point in my life, but I'm struggling now. Maybe they're just Hmm. struggling with anxiety or feeling separate from God. This is something that is huge on your heart. I think that there's people out there that need a word of encouragement right now. What would you say to them?
1: Yeah, I'd say I've definitely been there too. (laughs) Hmm. And um, I used to feel like my relationship with God was like a sliding scale where I was like, I'm like, I'm doing well. So I'm close to God now. And then mm. I'm I like gradually slip back. And so I think, okay, it's, it's months since I felt that close. So it must take that long to get back again. And I have to like, it was all very like analytical in my mind of like, okay, I've got to really get, work my way back up there. Maybe I'll get close to God again. But mm-hmm. um, I just realized like, there was a time where I felt really distant and just like, I don't know if I've spent time with God or heard him speak in so long. And I just like sat in my room and all I prayed was the word father, and I like felt his presence instantly. And I was like, mm. oh, he's like right there. And um, realizing that like his like even Jesus' heart is so compassionate and like he actually wants to be with us more than. We think he does and more than we want to be with him sometimes like yeah well, all the time um but like yeah sometimes we feel like we have this point in our relationship where we're trying to do things for him and please him but we're like maybe secretly is like a little bit disappointed or kind of mm-hmm. like i oh, i wish they just get their life together kind of thing but like he just has so much compassion towards every single person like even when you feel really distant like I see it all through the gospels. Like he's spending time with all these like people on the fringes and the people that felt outcast and the people that felt left behind. And like, he's moved so deeply with compassion for those people Mm -hmm. that I'm like, every time I come to God, like he sees me that way. He sees, he's got the same compassion for me every time. Um, And that kind of changed how I come to God really. Like, and yeah, I just say to anyone that feels in that place, like, you can come boldly before God because of like what he's done for you and know that he's right there and like so compassionate and so wants to spend time with you. And it doesn't take months to get back there. Like mm. he wants to meet you right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just, yeah. Realizing that you can step into that and not feel ashamed of that. You can just come boldly and be with him again. So yeah. Yeah.
0: And you don't need to perform your way into that essentially, you know, totally. it's like, you know, you don't need to strive your way into that. It was purchased. His blood Mm -hmm. was enough. His broken body is enough. You know, he tore the veil that separated us from God and we enter through a new and living way, um, which is a sincere heart and full assurance of faith. And we have access to the blessings of heaven. And I think that sometimes we try to approach God in a legalistic way saying, God, look, hey, here's what I've done. You know what I mean? How come you haven't? Or whatever, or hey, God, I pray this much. I read the Bible this much. I evangelize this much, you know. And you're kind of doing the little notches, like, hey, this is this is God, but look at me, you know what I mean? Or we need mm-hmm. to like pray loud, or pray certain prayers a certain way, or whatever. And it's kind of mechanical. And um, but we could just come to Him as we are you know um just saying like jesus um <laughs> i love you i'm here you know what i mean and it's just um a broken heart before him just that, hum- that that humility and that faith and i mean when i began to get set free from that religious mentality i remember thinking to myself like i would just say jesus just like and a, just the presence would be so thick and it was like oh wow you've been here all along like just one moment yeah. of one moment of acknowledgement one moment of just faith and acknowledgement And, um, you know, I started reading the song of songs and that was really big in my life. At first, it didn't make sense to me for months and it still doesn't make sense in a lot of ways, but there's scriptures that just got tugged on my heart. You know, he was just saying like, your form is lovely. Your voice is sweet. Like, You know, Mm -hmm. my desire is for you. And there was all these scriptures. Your your love is more intoxicating than wine. God would say, you know, his love is more intoxicating than wine. There's another section where it says that our love for him is more intoxicating than wine. And I remember Mm -hmm. when I would read these things, God would just infuse his love in my heart. And I realized, wow, I cannot perform for this. He performed for it. He did everything in my stead so I can come before my father freely with no shame or guilt. And so, man, Mm -hmm. I get that from your music. And um, I'm always excited to see on Spotify where it pops up that uh, another album or another single is released. Um, I know you probably don't want to give anything away if there's some cool surprises around the corner, but is there any new collaborations or should people be expecting any music, uh, anytime soon from you? Any more new albums?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working towards a new album right now. Yeah. Um, it's going to be the first like full solo album that I've done. Um, it's kind of like a debut album, even though I've been doing solo music for like five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've done a lot of EPs and like concept projects and stuff, but yeah. Yeah. um, So I released a song called one day quite recently, and that's going to be one of the songs on the new album, but there's going to be a whole bunch more like that coming out between now and next year and then full length album next year sometime. So
0: Okay. Yeah. Awesome, man. I look forward to that. Yeah, man. um, It's good. It's been awesome having you on the show, first of all. Um, And so, how do people connect more? I know they can go to Spotify and look up Jonathan Ogden, right? You have a website or any other uh, direction you want to point people to?
1: Sure. Yeah. So, my website is jonathanogden.co.uk. And then also on various social media things is Jonathan Ogden Music, Owen Wood. So awesome. Yeah. And all the web.
0: I highly recommend for you to look up Jonathan Ogden on Spotify. I do follow you on Instagram too. You're always releasing different things on Instagram, updates, new songs, you know, stories and everything like that. So I would recommend following Jonathan Ogden. His music will bless you. It's feel good music. It's, it's Jesus music. And so, man, um, thank you for your obedience to the Lord, bro. You're a true blessing. Thanks for joining me today too. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Absolutely. For those who are listening, thank you so much for watching or listening to Awaken Podcast. Thank you for subscribing, rating, reviewing the podcast. If you can, it'll help us get this out to more people so they can be blessed, awakened, encouraged by the gospel that we're preaching through Awaken Podcast. And so bless you guys. And I'll speak to you next time on the show, Awaken Podcast. (laughs) Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours. You know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus, and so I just want to present this to you, immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audio book is available as well on Amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so, bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.